0: Well, a new week is upon us here from the poorhouse to the palace. Last week we spent much time looking at the first and the second comings of the Lord Jesus Christ and tithing uh, uh, the the thing that was dearest to man, uh, but meant nothing to God. But yet the means for God's great material blessings on this earth. And uh, but today we're going to continue on, and uh, we've seen the the time of the prophet. We've seen the tithe pocketed. Now we're going to look at verses thirteen through fifteen and see the transgressing people. God is remember, but the well preacher. I thought these chapters dealt with the, the Lord's coming first and second. Oh yes, and why is Jesus coming? Because this world is a sinful world. Listen to what the Bible says here. Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, what have we spoken so much against thee? Ye have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. God says, you stand, you, have you ever seen a kid lip off to their parent? Boy, I don't know about you. Now, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but when I see that, I just want to take the back of my hand and slap somebody six ways from Sunday, and I don't know if I want to smack the parent or the child because the parent ought to be smacked for not smacking the child. Israel spoke back against God, Backtalk God, 10 out of the 14 times that God rebuked her. They said, what good is it to serve God? They said, there's no profit in serving God. They were measuring the standard of prosperity materially and not spiritually. And that's what people do today. That's what God's people are doing today. We look at everything in this life and say, if God hasn't given me a pocket full of money, a, a garage full of a crud and a big house and a, and, and a big retirement and, and vacations and blah, 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 blah and stuff, that God isn't prospering me. No, you'll never be able to serve God and pay him for what he's given you through redemption, adoption, atonement, sanctification, glorification, and a mansion in heaven, your name in the book of life. God has given you spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Read Ephesians. They made stout words saying it's vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance? They said what? They wanted a reward for an act of devotion. Devotion is the reward. See, they had a shallow and selfish religion. The seed of the doctrine of the Pharisees was already being birthed. They say, well, the wicked tempt God, and they're proud, and they're happy, and this is all the wicked get. It's temporal, and it's going to be gone like the chaff. Read Psalm 49. Read Psalm 49. In fact, I'll read part of it for you right now. Hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, David said, and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will climb mine ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the harp, Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, and when the iniquity of my heel shall compass me about? They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them by any means can none of them can by any means redeem his brother nor give to God a ransom for him for the redemption of their soul is precious and it ceaseth forever that he should still live forever and not see corruption for he that seeth wise men die likewise the fool and the brutish person perish and leave their wealth to others Their inward thought is that their own houses shall continue forever, and their dwelling places to all generations. They call their lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man, being in honor, abideth not. He is like the beast that perish. This their way is their folly, yet their posterity approve their sayings. Selah. Like sheep they are laid in the grave, death shall feed on them. And the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning. And their beauty shall consume in the grave from their dwelling. But God will redeem my soul from the power of of the grave, for he shall receive me. Selah. Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased? For when he dieth, he shall carry nothing away. His glory shall not descend after him. Though while he lived, he blessed his soul, and men will praise thee when thou doest well to thyself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see light. Man that is in honor and understandeth not is like the beast that perished. You know what he said? Look, he said, all these rich people, they got it all right now, but let me tell you something. One day they're going to rot in a grave and worms are going to feed on their body. They're going to burn in the darkness of the damnation for all eternity and never see the light of heaven. And if you got to see in God's people, God disenchanted with God because they looked at the wicked and said, so look at all their blessings and they're proud and they don't do. say to the Lord and they're being blessed. Well, this is all they get. And, and and 80 years on this life, if you look, God looks a day is with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. And before you're born and uh, the time it takes you to be born into this life and uh, the time that you perish from the earth, God hasn't even taken one deep breath in his economy of time and your stuff is nothing and they they name a play, they named their home after them they put their name on the door and m- let me tell you something you can go look I, look i ain't trying to be unkind. i've been in churches where they got a little plaque and call it the the somebody somebody's memorial building and i'm not saying that's wrong and somebody did something great and they honored them but you know what two generations of people don't even know who they were and what they did and if they read a little paragraph that described it nobody cares nobody cares because riches in heaven are eternal and riches on earth are temporal. And they tempt God and they call Him proud and happy that they have not served the Lord and they've not kept His ordinance. And let me tell you something. They're going to rot in a grave and there's nothing there. Now there is a pure treasure that God has. And there were those that spoke against God's name, but there were a few that spoke for God's name and met in his name. And I want to be a part of that crowd. And all the world speaks of God. We ought to speak for him. And I, I again, I want to be with the part, hey, where, you, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Where's your treasure? Now I'll show you where your heart is. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter six, lay not for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust are corrupt, or where thieves break through or steal, but rather lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust corrupt, and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also but the light of the body is the eye, and if thy eye be full of uh, if thy eye be single, it shall be filled with light. He said, But if he said, Your eye, he said, if it's full of darkness, oh how great is that darkness. See, there's just one light Jesus Christ, the light of heaven. And you can, you can lay your treasures up in heaven and accept them, spirit, and look at the riches of redemption in Psalm chapter 50, the riches of redemption, and know that there is no earthly price you can put on your atonement, on your adoption, on your glorification's promise, on sanctification, on redemption, on a mansion in heaven, your name in the Lamb book of life, in and in sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ for all eternity with all the saints of heaven. Oh, there's no price to be put on that. Everything you could have in this world, you would we would gladly trade for one of those things and God gives them all for free to those that accept Christ as their Savior. Oh, I just try to help you. Put your treasure in the right place. Amen. God bless you is our prayer until our time tomorrow. No longer a copper You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archived broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts just search from the poorhouse to the palace from a poor love-